and welcome to the Dirt Christmas Special. I'm Laura, editor of Grow Your Own magazine, and today I am joined by both Emily and Sophie, and we're going to be having some festive chat, aren't we, gang? Yeah. Yes, we are. Hello. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Lots of cheese, as Laura's very happy about. (laughs) I also have some uh, pomegranate juice. Oh. Not mulled wine, because we are in work hours, so. (laughs) Very sensible. (laughs) I was thinking, oh, perhaps a, a, you know, a famous unbranded uh, Irish cream that I could put into my hot chocolate. But then I was like, no, probably, probably best not to do that. <laughs> that would go down pretty nice right about now because yeah. it is. Oh, my computer weather thing is actually saying it's now zero degrees. So that's a degree oh. warmer than it was when we started, uh, <laughs> when we got together this morning. Well, we're making progress, aren't we? So. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's true. So, guys, kicking us off, Christmas, gardens, two of the greatest things. Um, what are your veg plans at Christmas? What's your Christmas dinner veg favourite? Oh, I do like talking about Christmas dinner. I think parsnips um, got to be up there. Mm. Mm. Mainly just because I think you can treat it like a roast potato, but it's just that sweetness. I love sweet and savory. It's just it's it's just so good. Yeah. And I think as well when they're crispy on the outside and then really mm. soft and fluffy on the inside. Like the same with roast potatoes. That is just delicious. Yeah. Um and when you get the little crispy bits, the like the tiny mini potatoes of bits that were chipped off, that is a really good feeling. Mm. Yeah. Can, can I also do an honourable mention though for sprouts? Like yeah. I know they often divide yeah. the room, but I love a sprout. <laughs> yeah. Sprouts, they've grown on me over the years, I must say. Yeah. Wouldn't be Christmas for me without a sprout, you know? And there's something nice about having that sort of bitter on the side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to give a special mention as well to leeks in white sauce. Yes, Ooh, a leek white or cheese so sauce. So, what is that? A uh, alternative to cauliflower cheese? Yeah, I think it is. We don't tend to have cauliflower cheese in my family at Christmas. Mm. We have these leeks instead, and they are just my favourite. This <laughs> yeah. is something so nice. that has been real. Um, I think that's another thing that, you know, how everyone's Christmas dinners are so traditional to them, like what is right on a Christmas dinner and what isn't. Yeah. Um, there's some people in my family who are like, it's not Christmas dinner if there's not cauliflower cheese. And then there's other people that are like, but qu- cauliflower cheese sauce and then the gravy together, like, is that a textural problem? Oh. So, yeah, I mean, point. yeah. Do you have cauliflower cheese, Emily? I don't really it sounds bad because I love cheese cauliflower is okay but I prefer it in like curries and stuff but no I've never really been bothered about cauliflower cheese personally no the cheesy leeks now that sounds much more up my street never heard of that before actually oh try it (laughs) I am hosting this year so perhaps they're really really delicious (laughs) whip out the cheesy leeks (laughs) didn't you say you'd um road tested them the other day Emily um sorry Sophie you road tested um, leeks, yes. You? We did, we did. Um, Mum made us a practice Christmas dinner because she's oh. hosting this year, and it was absolutely delicious. And I just savoured every single little chopped leek in there, <laughs> like it was. It was so nice, <laughs> really, delicious. really delicious. And they go soft, and you get the little core bits in the middle, and mm. oh, it's just. Very- I also think as well, just the veg. Sadly, 
in the, especially with the Christmas dinner, I think it it sort of becomes second to sometimes like the meat, like the pigs in blankets, the Yorkshire puddings. But actually, without to me, without that veg, it, there it would just be something missing. I do know people that could just eat roast potatoes, meat, and gravy yeah. and be happy with it, but not for me. I need some good veg on that plate. Yeah, definitely. This is true. And add a bit of colour. I do mm. need some. I do need some good veg. But also, if someone did give me like a bucket of roast potatoes, I wouldn't be <laughs> oh. sad about it. <laughs> That's the main. <laughs> These are mine. Where's everybody else's? <laughs> yeah. We've actually we're oh. going to get two ovens set up in our <laughs> one in our kitchen and one in our garage, so we can do all the roasting for everything. <laughs> <laughs> Really? Yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. That is commitment. (laughs) Um, So I know that probably this year, I know, Emily, obviously your house has been a work in progress, so your garden hasn't really been top priority this year. Mm. Um, And Sophie, I know that you grew a lot over summer, but is there anything Mm. that you're aiming to have on the Christmas table next year that you've grown yourself? Yes. I really, really want believe it or not to try and grow my own leeks for my leeks and cheese sauce I really really want to do I'm that. sensing a theme here <laughs> just leeks everywhere <laughs> um yeah definitely those definitely carrots you have to kind of really plan well I just think when I harvest things I get so excited I have to stop myself from like eating it all straight away because obviously you have to either store things yeah. or sow things at exactly the right time and it's there's an art involved in mm. that, I think, getting veg ready for Definitely. Christmas Day. Um, I'd love to hear how other people prepare their veg so that it's it's spot on on that day. Yeah, get the timings right. Mm. Because like you say, I, I would be doing everything because I'm too eager to start early in the season. I'd be sowing everything, sowing everything. <laughs> and then it gets to like the end of summer and everything's been pulled up and I can't start now and you know (laughs) certain things I suppose you can but you know it'd be nice to get some advice um, on that end I think yeah Yeah. definitely um in terms of things to grow oh it is a difficult one really um but again like I'd say I think oh you know I want to give peas another go but obviously like you can't (laughs) you can actually harvest those but perhaps I can freeze some keep some in the freezer and keep them handy yeah because you know I think homegrown peas taste so much better in my opinion um oh yeah so how yeah how lovely would that be my next Christmas dinner would be my homegrown peas yeah wouldn't it be lovely just to have a whole kind of like bundle of them in the freezer and you just pull them out and it's just flavor burst everywhere that's how I see it yeah yes. I love peas yes. homegrown peas are just oh just the best yeah. <laughs> what about oh. you Laura I, I think for me I need to be definitely less lazy about it because obviously my dad's got his allotment so he tends to do the Christmas growing mm. which means that I have a bit of a sort of cavalier attitude about you know <laughs> He'll be growing the potatoes and stuff, so that's fine. But then I think, you know, maybe I should make a vegetable contribution as well. So considering the size of my garden, I think probably things like sprouts are a bit off the table. <laughs> mm. um, but, you know, I'm sure I'm sure there's something that I can, that I can add to my list for next year. Maybe yeah, carrots or parsnip. Yeah. yeah, and I think because I've got my raised beds as well. That would mm. 
go nicely in there. Although saying that, I need a good carrot variety. So if anyone listening has any varieties that they, just for the best flavour, because I've grown them in pots before, because again, gardens are work in progress. But if I'm honest, I was a bit disappointed with the flavour. It built up in my mind. I was thinking these are going to be the best carrots I've ever tasted, Mm. but they they were quite lacklustre. So I need some good recommendations. Well, I think that's sometimes the danger, isn't it? That we always think, and it, I mean, obviously, in a lot of cases, is true that things that you grow yourself have amazing flavors because you can pick varieties and things. But I think sometimes when it's not, it's really disappointing. You know, mm. like say there's a year where you've got a tomato variety that you're really excited about, yeah. but maybe you're a bit heavy handed with the watering. So when you come to actually eat them, they're a bit insipid and you sort of think, oh, yeah. I feel cheated because, you know, <laughs> Definitely. where's my homegrown flavor? Yeah. And I think like I had I had a similar thing actually with tomatoes this year. Um, not very Christmassy, I know, but while we're reflecting, <laughs> um, I, I tried um, growing sun gold tomatoes, which were lovely, but I was a tiny bit underwhelmed because I think I'd watered mine too much because they didn't have the full kind of like. And my mum loved them, but I think I'd hyped them up so much in my mind that Aww. I was like, oh, it's it's really nice, but like I think. I think I've given these because I watered them so much. I was so scared of them dying in the heat. Um, Yeah, I did a bit too much. But then towards the end, when I'd kind of left the plant alone a bit and we'd get a few harvests, a few pickings off, they were nicer. So I think it's Mm. definitely something to do with that. It was so hard to know what to do in summer though, wasn't it? Mm. Because it was so hot and so dry. Yeah, definitely. Unlike now where it is really, really, really cold. (laughs) Um, The... It it was really hard, like, as you say, you don't want something to, you know, die in a drought, but also you can mm. go too far the other way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's it. Um, also, moving it from uh, the Christmas table to underneath the Christmas tree, oh. uh, What is there any, like, garden gifts that you guys are hoping Father Christmas leaves for you this year? Or what's been your best garden Christmas present and I think we've actually had some social media responses to that question as well haven't we we? have there's been some very very good responses actually um brilliant what have people been saying well brooks.chantelle on instagram has said that her best gardening gift was a pair of fiskars secateurs so I said that Mm. very strangely but I think we all know what I meant um (laughs) and she also loves a good pair of leather gloves as well so that's really nice and I think a nice pair of leather gardening gloves is actually something that I'd really like for Christmas yeah yeah Yeah. I think it would be really good to protect my hands a little bit better this year because sometimes I'd just not don the gloves at all and that was a mistake so yeah yeah Yeah. I've been quite cheeky in the last year and basically pinched gardening tools off of my parents because they live like around the corner (laughs) so whenever I've just needed the odd job doing I think well instead of paying out I just text my mum and say oh you haven't got any loppers have you or you haven't got so I end up just like <laughs> taking them round and keeping them in my shed for too long. So perhaps Father Christmas could bring me a, <laughs> one of my, you know, a few of my own tools. I've got spades and the the basics, but just a few other things really would be would be good. I mean, your community tools sound great. Yeah, <laughs> they're great to and me. I mean, I don't think my parents would agree with that. But <laughs> <laughs> and it's also interesting that um, sometimes 
the gifts don't even have to be exactly like gardening equipment. They can be things that just complement you while you're on the allotment or in the garden. Mm. Um, we've had a comment from Flowers Food Garden on Instagram, and he said that his best gift has been a kettle and camp stove. Nice. So that's really lovely. Imagine having those. Like yes. you'd be set, wouldn't you, down that the sounds related allotment? So yeah 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 especially um, this sort of weather if you can have a cup you know cup of tea or coffee on hand whenever you want one that's yeah yeah ideal. absolutely yeah. I think Laura would be in her absolute Keeps you element at the plot longer yeah yeah I would <laughs> I'd never come inside no. <laughs> but also I could imagine if you're on like a community allotment and you start you know chatting to people and you go hey do you want a cuppa and like it starts off like a bit of a little tradition on Definitely. the allotment that sounds really lovely yeah. and you can chat away and see what you're planning to grow for the next year and yeah oh very very good community based yeah yeah we exactly. like that we approve of those gifts that's very good um garden wild on instagram says definitely my quince tree oh. that's a lovely lovely gift imagine being given a quince tree yeah um and um, that actually links in entirely unsurprisingly i'm sure to both of you to my favorite ever garden related gift oh i think it was Seven years ago now, Figgy was my Christmas present. And I remember it was so beautiful. I went to my mum and dad's as I do on Christmas and mum was like, oh, can you just come out here a minute? I'm like, why am I going in the garden in the freezing cold on Christmas? And then I opened the door (laughs) and there was Figgy with a bow tied around it and everything. (laughs) So was it from your parents? Yeah. Oh, that's so nice as yeah. well. Like, because yeah. actually, I think when you've got like, say, something especially like a tree that's that's got much more longevity to it, you you're always going to think of your mum and dad when you're out there tending to it or harvesting from it, and it just gives it that extra layer of sentimentality. I think if you can Definitely, give someone yeah. a tree, <laughs> I think amazing. that's yeah. part of the reason why I'm so emotionally invested in Figgy. Actually. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and they probably it. don't want me to be associating it with them when I'm like swearing at it and you know, <laughs> having problems. <laughs> oh, oh no, I really like. But you've that. tended to it for seven years. That's that's a commitment in itself. Yeah. Yeah, and, and every single day I rue the day that I put it in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Classic it. error. Excitement it being my own garden. Sense went out the window and here we are <laughs> with a tree that is completely out of control. <laughs> a mind of its own. Oh, We have actually had a comment on Facebook on the Weekend Gardener group um, and... Actually, I'm very jealous of this gift because it is quite amazing. Um, And it's actually a Valentine's Day gift. So um, Alison Hunt on Facebook has said her husband knows what to get a gardening girl for Valentine's Day. Um, He got her a polytunnel for her for Valentine's Day, which I think is incredible. What an amazing present. So, yeah, Yeah. such a lucky lady as well. I mean, I'd be over the moon I'd be I'd be jumping on the roof of the polytunnel actually probably breaking it in the process Sophie's boyfriend yeah yeah if you're listening please (laughs) (laughs) hint hint so what what are you hoping to find under the tree this year then you said Emily some loppers yeah Sophie you said the gardening Gardening gloves would be amazing anything else that's on your wish list um also I think what would be really helpful would be to have some um 
knee pads as well for when I'm out there because I have to do so mm. much climbing across my vegetable bed because of the corner it's in um and in the summer everything we have a lilac tree next to it and it's so overgrown that you have to kind of fight with it to get around the other side of the vegetable bed so um I imagine intrepid Sophie like (laughs) climbing through all these plants it's a complete it's a complete mission in itself and um take into account the spiders because it's also next to the bug house um it's quite a bush tucker trial actually um so I could do with some knee pads just to protect me as I climb across so yeah plus I feel like in the garden I think it's kind of the same in the kitchen but with those two sort of areas of your of you know your house or what your plot or whatever if you can find something that makes things a lot simpler you feel so unbelievably smug about it and that feeling lasts for mm. for months <laughs> There's nothing yeah, quite like it really it, does. Though, when you think, ah, I'm the gift struggle that keeps now. On giving. <laughs> yeah. yeah, literally, yeah, exactly. just little things yeah. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'm really enjoying another comment from the Facebook group, um, the Weekend Gardener, because um, Lee Harrington has said that his favourite gift is all the cardboard that the gifts come in because he can put it on his no dig bed, oh, which I yes. think is fantastic. <laughs> and we have to bear this in mind at this time of year. There's so many bits and pieces that we can save and upcycle or mm, yeah. recycle onto the plot. So very good yeah even like plastic packaging you could use that for like your seedlings you know give them a bit get like of a intense sunshine and things you know like a little mini propagator you You can be very creative with all the packaging yeah yeah the cartons of orange juice could be little um micro green hubs i suppose and (laughs) yeah (laughs) although i won't lie to you what happens in my house is that we unwrap presents I then put all the paper into like recycling bags and then inevitably c- come the end of the evening, the bags get dragged back out into the living room and we form little tiny paper balls and we have what's known as a paper fight and we basically just fire <laughs> balls of wrapping paper at each other. That sounds There's like no so much fun. <laughs> no one wins at this game. At best you come out with both your Everyone's arms. a winner, Emily. <laughs> but yeah. it's been like... A family tradition for so long. <laughs> so basically, if there's no snow, you can still have a snowball fight, except it's paper. <laughs> yeah. is what I'm but hearing, obviously, like, what I really need to like, This is the first year I'm hosting. So now I'm kind of like, do I really want to be picking up tiny like balls of wrapping paper under my sofa for the next three months? But I'm like, no, I can't. I couldn't possibly put it like, Don't this. throw paper around my house. <laughs> the reality yeah. of the situation is yeah. not it. <laughs> When it's at mum's, it's all good. But when it's around mine, well, hang on a minute. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I will. I'll be carrying it on. You're like, look, we'll do the paper thing on yeah. Boxing Day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, on the like subject of paper and things, in terms of sustainability at Christmas, which is obviously something that's on a lot of people's mm. minds, um, have you found, how are you finding that? Are you finding it like, because I've used brown paper with like string and stuff for quite a few years now but then realized last year that actually all of that's probably undone again by the fact that I'm still just using sellotape and then having to peel all of the sellotape off of all of the paper Mm. before it goes in the recycling um so this year I got some of the like plastic free recyclable tape but I really feel like you're a little bit punished for trying to 
do your bit for the environment because it was about quadruple the price of a normal roll of sellotape but you know and there's always something isn't there there's like no matter what effort you make people will, like you say oh well you know you've used sellotape or you've done you know something in there's got plastic in it but actually I found uh, the fact that I I bake has and I'm sure like you say if you've got harvests and things or if you're like a good cook or whatever like I think actually using food as a gift is one of the most sustainable things you mm-hmm. can do. And I can remember my friend Jess one Christmas, she'd moved into her house and I, I bought her a really lovely biscuit tin and inside the biscuit tin I filled it with like biscotti and cookies and stuff that I'd made myself. Oh, and um, that's a nice. And we were sat in a coffee shop and I showed it to her and she was so excited. She was like digging into the, the biscuits while we were sat there and dipping them into her mint tea, which probably didn't taste very nice. But she was thrilled <laughs> with that. And I thought, actually, oh. if you are into baking or whatever, you could always sort of go oh can I have that biscuit tin back for a couple of weeks and I'll give it back to you sort of stocked up again with some more (laughs) some more festive treats and that way you haven't got to keep wrapping that something or using packaging you don't need and things like that um definitely or pickles and I love a pickle any homegrown veg if you Mm. stick it in vinegar makes it so so delicious to me (laughs) (laughs) you've had I know I've done I know I've told you before about the legendary year at Christmas. <laughs> I ate so many pickles in the like picky bits in the evening section of the day, but I had to go to bed at like nine o'clock because I had heartburn so bad I thought I was going to die. <laughs> so, so I feel like pickles are a great shout, but pickles with caution. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> Be safe with your so basically eating. <laughs> you enjoyed yourself so much at Christmas. You had to put yourself to bed. <laughs> you got so yeah, worn out. That's exactly it. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, from over the top pickle consumption. <laughs> no, but I think you are exactly right. And I also think those gifts where um, it shows that you've put effort in yeah. as well, doesn't it? That like you've like lovingly made something for someone yeah. I mean it helps when you're as good at baking as you are mm, Emily because no. I don't know if people would want my offerings quite as oh. much but <laughs> but um and also I mean I suppose there's always things like if you have an allotment holding family member and don't worry dad no spoilers this is not what I'm <laughs> doing this year but we'll keep this one as an idea um even like making up some vouchers for things like two hours of weeding your allotment or like I'll come and tidy up your shed or like you know practical things that you take a bit of the load off Mm, of someone yeah that's such a nice idea also as well like that you like you're saying about the the wrapping paper issue I don't think necessarily you always need to to like to wrap things up like I bought um some like they Mm. were card that like you know foldable cardboard boxes but basically they they fold into the shape of a hamper and I just wrap them with like Christmas paper or whatever you want to do, or, or you could hand decorate them if you didn't want to use too much wrapping. And then just oh, like wow. I just arranged yeah. some like people's favourite food or snacks or whatever in like a little oh. little mini hamper and took that over to them. Oh. So you're not wrapping lots and lots of things. Mm. It's sort of almost like nicely presented as it is. Which I, to be honest with you, I think obviously for children it's you know the excitement of like opening the wrapping paper. But I think as adults, like I be absolutely yeah. thrilled with that <laughs> so that, that you definitely need to everything. yeah no that's right no yeah. I, I completely agree and um it's funny you say about kind of wrapping things in different ways because 
something I was looking at this year um, is buying the, I, I can't remember the name for it, but it's, it's something to do with wrapping, um, using a fabric wrap to wrap your presents and reusing <gasps> yes. the fabric wrap year after mm. year and, you know, for different people or giving it to them to use and then they give you one to use. And I really love that idea and you can get such pretty like patterns and it's, yeah. And you do it by like tucking it in, don't you? Like instead exactly. of, or like tying in an artistic yeah, way or yeah something. exactly and it looks so nice and neat afterwards it's really good yeah well given how questionable my wrapping skills are I, I kind of doubt that I would be able to do it in a neat way but I love the idea of it, it might just be like a bulky oh. knot at the top don't like I, I feel like this oh. is one of the great injustices in life and I don't know if you guys find this as well but like I love wrapping presents I really enjoy it I have a day off before Christmas that I set aside to like put Christmas films on have some like mulled things and festive snacks and love every second Mm. of it they look like they've been done by one of the cats (laughs) when I finished like they could probably do a better job but then do you find the people that you know that are absolutely meticulous at wrapping and it looks beautiful Mm. they're like no I don't like wrapping presents yeah (laughs) so that is a wasted gift yeah yeah you would use it with all your mulled wine and Christmas cheer (laughs) I don't like wrapping and I'm terrible (laughs) I'm like the worst of both kinds. <laughs> I just it's like don't, a spectrum. I don't get it. Unless it's a box. And even that's a struggle. Like I, I just can't. And I'm I'm I am who I am at this point and I've stopped apologizing for it because I yeah. I kind of see it as part of my personal charm. You know it's a present from me if it looks like the dogs <laughs> tried to do it without their opposable thumbs. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I yeah it is you know it is a tricky one and I find I always go down those rabbit holes on like Facebook videos and stuff where you see people oh here's how you wrap a really awkward present really easily with a tiny bit of paper and no tape (laughs) yeah and you watch it really really precisely and then you're confronted with the same thing and you're like it's just not physically possible I'm sorry (laughs) it's a no for me love it um well guys I would like to go and get a hot chocolate because to be completely honest with you this pomegranate juice is making me colder than (laughs) I would like so um shall we go and top up hot drinks and stuff and hear from our sponsor good idea but also (laughs) (gasps) the Christmas jumper (laughs) it can sing us into the sponsor messaging (laughs) See you in a bit. DC Thompson Shop has a wide range of garden plants, accessories and gifts. Save up to 50% with many collections. For a garden that takes care of itself with effortless, low-maintenance plants, the shop has lots of popular bulbs, bedding plants and ground cover perennials too. For real garden enthusiasts, there is a choice of more unusual varieties. However green your fingers, there is something for everyone. Visit dcthompsonshop.co.uk and place your order today. Hi again guys. Hey. Hello. Got my hot chocolate. 
<laughs> I've got a cup of tea. I really like Laura's mug as well. Oh, a mashup <laughs> of festive. wonderful festive things. I don't know if anyone else considers Harry Potter to be festive. I mean, it's it's it, it's yeah. not just for Christmas. It's a year round thing, obviously, with our love for it. But it yeah. feels especially Christmassy. Yeah, it's very cozy and festive. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. And obviously, Home Alone being arguably one of the greatest Christmas films. <laughs> yes. I have a really important question, not to do with veg, actually, but Christmas film related. To you, is Die Hard a Christmas film? Well, I have to be honest, I've never seen it. And I know I'll probably get a lot of hate for that, but I've not seen it and I really want to. <laughs> I I think I have seen it a long time ago. But yeah, it doesn't really give me the festive vibes. But I get why people sort of associate things at a certain time of the year. Are you, you've got to admit mm. the link is loose. And it is Christmas in Die Hard. <laughs> well, I mean, it's Christmas in Die Hard. I, you know, I feel like for me, it's a pivotal part of Christmas because we always watch it after we've put up our tree. So it's like, that is the start of Christmas. Yeah. It's also, the association, um, isn't it? One of my friends says that she watches it while she wraps her presents because she feels like he's going through a battle, she's going through a battle. <laughs> feels right and the hill that I'm Relatable. willing to die on is that it is a Christmas film yeah. there you go that, that's quite enough proof I think <laughs> um Emily I think you've got a around the Christmas table party game for us haven't you <laughs> I have I have but I'll apologize now if it's too hard and I feel like yeah maybe I'm being a, ma- a sort of real mean games master here by giving you this but we're, <laughs> we're gonna see so basically I have an app on my phone which allows you to speak into it and it will say what you've said in reverse. Right. Oh, so yeah. I thought, why not say a few fruits and vegetables into this app? I've saved them all and I will play them in reverse and you can see if you can guess them or not. <laughs> um, I have done a little oh, test run with Laura and Sophie be really before difficult. this recording. <laughs> yeah. If anything, it'll just give you a laugh because it's Sophie, just I don't fancy our chances. <laughs> No, I don't think it's going to be very successful, but it might be quite funny. So I'm willing to do it. I mean, also, everybody listening, please do yell along because your guess is probably going to be better than ours. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Right, here we go. I'm hoping this will be an easier one, but it might not be. Right, here we go. Can I I ask a cheat question first? Mm. Are they all going to be vegetables? Just to narrow it down for us. You're not going to throw some fruits in there or anything. (laughs) Fruits in there. Sorry. <laughs> I probably should have just kept it. But actually, some uh, no, I'm not gonna say anymore. But anyway, I tried to make it easier on the first one. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Would you like me to play it again? Yeah. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> turn it up a little bit. Apple? <laughs> yes oh, that's a good yes I'm so glad oh, wow. that one right <laughs> I wouldn't have got that that's so good oh my god it was the per and I was like what's the per word <laughs> this is how it actually yeah. sounded apple yeah and that's what it turned into <laughs> okay Whoppa. let's try again <laughs> I can hear that now another give you another clue the rest of them are all veg now you, yeah. there's no there's no other fruit <laughs> There's no right, whooper. <laughs> no, no more whooper, no. <laughs> uh, oh, that's quite a tricky one. Uh, oh. Play again. Uh, 
Uh, I thought it was mushroom at first, honestly, but I know it's not now. Uh, my so hint uh, would, would be to take notice of the k. <laughs> That's my biggest there was a clue. K. I, I didn't even hear a k. <laughs> is there? A, is it broccoli? No, it's not broccoli. Uh, what? Oh, a cur. Oh God, I didn't even hear it. <laughs> beginning of this. Um, well, not cabbage. No. Um, well, mucky. <laughs> um, give you a clue. I quite enjoy them in a bit of vinegar, pickled. <gasps> Cucumber. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. I mean, that was absolutely not Cucumber. a correct answer. That was. You walked that was, the door. Oh, wow. It's fr- and you think you know what things sound like backwards. Turns out you don't. Let's try another one. One more. That's actually, I think that's better. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not, is it? It's not better. But that makes more sense to me. Obviously, I know what it is. That sounded, that sounded like spinach. No, no. Try again. Spinach. <laughs> so there's no okay. s in it i don't get why it sounds like an s but it's not radish no but it is a root vegetable okay oh carrot yes there we are yeah. three for three Woohoo! Uh, carrot oh, <laughs> I, that is absolutely wild that is <laughs> You know you said that you before have tried saying things backwards and then getting them forwards. So if you said sprack in there, does it actually come out as carrot? Let me have one more listen to it. And then you're going to try. Right. Yes, I'm going to try now. Sprack. Caribs. (laughs) Caribs. So yeah, if you want to laugh, if you want to be silly this Christmas... I mean, you can you can go wild with the words. It doesn't have to be veg related if you don't want to. But it's just it's just utterly ridiculous. It's just I don't know simple things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love. I it. I guess it's one of those things that around the Christmas table, if everybody's had like a couple of ports or a couple of the aforementioned Irish cream drink, then um, <laughs> maybe it makes you really good at it. Like maybe yeah, it just unleashes so. something that. Um. I think another crucial part of Christmas, we can probably all agree, is rubbish cracker jokes. Yes. Obviously, we are um, sadly not in the same room to actually pull a cracker together, but I'm going to pull a virtual cracker now and then tell you a joke. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Here we go. Cracker pulled. Okay. And the joke inside this cracker is... Amazing. Why did the carrot go to the hairdressers? Something about its tops, but I don't know. Its roots were showing. Oh, okay. <laughs> shall, shall we pull another one? Yeah, <laughs> go on then. What do you call a bean that's envious of another vegetable? Bean. <laughs> bean with envy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of green, but I'm like, when? Oh. 
Yeah. Is that what it is? Green with <laughs> Yes, that's it. That's the joke. <laughs> oh. It is a jelly bean. Oh. <laughs> it's the simple things. Okay, these are definitely cracker standard. These are fully Christmas <laughs> oh, cracker standard. Fantastic. Okay, I feel like you, you're going to know this one, but I, I still like it. Why did the tomato blush? Um, because he saw the salad dressing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> oh, well, they were great. I mean, I think we're probably reaching the point in Grow Your Own Christmas now where, you know, we've had some hot chocolate, we've, you know feasted on many great puns and it's probably about time to go and lay down somewhere and consider your choices <laughs> but um with your heartburn yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would do it the same though just don't take my <laughs> pickles away from me it's always the most important bit like my mum actually messaged me um a while back and was like Dad's just got back from the shop, got the pickles for Christmas. I'm like, good, there we go. <laughs> secured. Item secured. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I know at this point we would normally do some jobs on the plot. I think we can probably all agree that there's really some really important jobs on the plot this week. I would say pick your Christmas vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> Cook your Christmas Cook vegetables. Your Christmas vegetables, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And have an absolutely lovely Christmas. Yes, yes definitely. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas from the Grow Your Own team. Yes, we hope that your Christmas is everything you've dreamed of, that you get lots of lovely gardening goodies under the tree, that your veg is all delicious. Send us pictures, please, because, yes. you know, we love to see that. Um... And I suppose now we can say, until the new year, happy growing. Yeah. Happy growing. Thank you for listening to this series of The Dirt. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast for free so you never miss an episode. We'd love it if you'd rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to spread the word to your plot neighbours. Plus, we have an exclusive Grow Your Own magazine offer just for listeners of The Dirt. All you need to do is visit growfruitandveg.co.uk forward slash GYO52. That's GYO and the number 52 or call 0800 904 7000 and quote GYO52 to receive three issues for just £5. That's a saving of a whopping 76%. Every issue of Grow Your Own is packed with gardening advice, expert tips and tricks, and jobs to tick off your list. And each magazine comes with a wonderful bonus gift, such as selections of seeds. Check the episode notes for details and terms.
And on a final exciting note, remember to get in touch if you or any of your gardening friends have some great stories of successes and fails on the plot. You could be a guest on the next series.